Everybody, welcome to series finale. Onion Hashimika, everybody. <laughs> Does that mean welcome? In that Korean? means welcome in Korean. I oh, learned that so in Taekwondo. Cool. Guess what this means? Uh, what does uh, it mean? It means series finale. The podcast. Oh, nice translation. <laughs> you listen to the only uh, comedy podcast where three Boston comedians discuss the final episode of a television show that they have never, never even seen. seen. And this week we're going international, baby. International. We watched the final episode of the 2017 one season adaptation of. Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds. You may know Criminal Minds as the ridiculous, over-the-top serial killer show on CBS that has ran for nearly 20 years. With People Matthew love it. Gray, he's the nerdy genius. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And a par- a fam- famously, one of the major stars in the show was kicked off the show. For what? Because he got into like a physical altercation. With was it a actor. real physical altercation or was it a fake hate crime? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened, but the main star was basically booted off the show because he got into uh, a fight with somebody. I don't trust the Probably Chicago he Police was Department, so I'm withholding judgment. <laughs> Probably because I assume he was sober and he just the, the stress got to him. He had no way to drink that stress away. Uh, was it Chickless? What? No, Chickless, I don't know if he was on Criminal Minds. He, he sounds like been. a dry drunk, he's so <laughs> he's not technically sober. <laughs> he was tall, <laughs> handsome, good-looking, but... Uh, on this show, we had a lot of other handsome people. We did the South Korea did their own one season right. version of Criminal Minds. North Korea did a nineteen season version, <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, we have not been able to watch it. Uh, yeah, we're actually we're actually working out a trip right now so we can book and we can watch a North Korean television. <laughs> what show. a lot of people don't realize is that Criminal Minds in the U.S. is actually is an adaptation of a North Korean drama. Really? Yes, it was award winning. <laughs> Uh, Kim Jong-un and Dennis Rodman wrote it And it was really, really And good. it was just about Kim Jong-un busting crime everywhere <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a team but right that, there But Kim it was Jong a very short season because Short series because there's no crime in North Korea right. Everyone lives do very think, perfectly Do you think Dennis Rodman's the coolest guy ever With the name Dennis? Dennis you, Leary, no Dennis Far ahead <laughs> Far ahead. Dennis Leary of Worcester, I, Massachusetts, much cooler I than Dennis. I think the short list is Dennis Leary, Dennis Rodman, Dead Air, <laughs> and... Dennis Lehane. And Dennis, Dennis the Menace. Right. What about Dennis Kucinich? Ooh. I like him. Abducted by aliens, famously. <laughs> yes. I love Dennis the Menace. That, sh- that movie creeped me out when he met that hobo down by the fucking... Fl- they really? Were, yes. I thought he was... I could tell that an old man, older man... Not... If there's a difference, right? An 80-year-old man with a young kid, that's like, oh, cute. This is yeah, funny. of course. And a then, 51-year-old man? Yes. This guy was like 42 with like a young child. I was like, this okay. is fucked up. That sounds like fatherhood. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But he had been kidnapped. 
It that was, sounds like was that spooky, sounds right? like pregnancy, fertility crisis, fatherhood. Very late in life, <laughs> right? You know, that's why he's only with one kid instead of being the way God intended a sixteen-year-old with eight kids. <laughs> <laughs> you want to have as many babies as you can as soon as possible because a lot of countries, uh, especially you know Korea, Asian country, countries, are getting hit with the fertility crisis even harder than the United States. Really? Well, that's because they have rampant ser- serial killers. Apparently, that's right. <laughs> that's right. The this this. Crim- Criminal Minds episode focuses on the night, the night Oripa. The night Oripa. The night Oripa. I don't know how many, if you guys are really not into these accents, you should just tune out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I prefer to call him the night Reaper. Okay. (laughs) That's, that's one thing you could call him, I guess. Um, the Night Reaper, he he sets up crimes. From what I understood, because listen to me now, folks, we had to read the episode while watching, which you know is There's difficult sub- for me. It was a subtitled show. Right. Subtitles on they the They uh, annoyingly did not dub it in English <laughs> for us. And uh, I didn't I never have issues with that. I watched a lot of anime when I was in my twenties. So. We know. <laughs> <laughs> I think anybody that looks at me figure, can figure it out pretty quickly. But yeah, the Night Reaper he does all his killings based on um uh, fan fiction. He like sets up fan fiction maybe so that other people will kill I, I, yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, we are watching the last episode. It's hard to say, but I can tell you this: the show opens with an action scene. A young mm-hmm. man has taken a woman hostage inside of a Korean barbecue. I think they just call it barbecue Which over is, there. You gotta or think. It, what's <laughs> the word for Korean barbecue here? It's um, Korean barbecue. Onion hashimika. I already said it. It means welcome and Korean no, no. Barbecue. There's a way to call it. <laughs> what do you, What is it when you have Korean barbecue? Seori. Is it? Nope. That's another. Right. Ju- uh, that's another term I know. What's from that mean? That means seori was when you uh, go onto a Korean farm and steal produce. Really? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's Kids a vegan it. barbecue. I, that's yeah. so weird. I ask seori questions every day. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, before we get too deep, should we? It's weird to uh, reproduce an international version of a show like Criminal Minds, which is kind of a mini play every episode. Yeah. There's not necessarily recurring characters. There are recurring characters, but not recurring plots. So there are things that made it truly criminal minds. They had the genius guy. Okay. He had an IQ of 187. He was wicked smart. He uh-huh. was like autistic. He's like Matthew Gray Doubler or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, Matthew yeah. Gray Dizzler, whatever that oh, guy the is. Oh, ner- the long-haired guy on the Criminal Minds show? Yes. Who yeah. always dressed super nice? Yes. That guy, yes. It reminded me more of like... um. What's that show called with uh, the autistic kid that's getting canceled? Hung Sheldon. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, he's like a Hung Sheldon sort of character. Um, and then... Oh, maybe his name is Hung Sheldon. <laughs> there is Unlikely. Ki Young. <laughs> hey, it could be. I have no idea. I haven't seen it. Uh, then another big person in car- Criminal Minds, because this is one of my great-grandma's favorite shows. My he's, grandma loves a show, loved Criminal Minds, too. Yeah, it's great. It's just... Supposedly pretty graphic television show. Yes. This, the Korean show is too. A lot of murder and rape. It's very inappropriate. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Jason Alexander was in a great episode of Criminal. What did Jason Alexander? George? Yeah. What did he do? Oh, dude, he had this long-haired, like extended wigs, and he would wear <laughs> a, a white tuxedo, and he talked real creepy. And just was he a people. villain? Oh yeah, he was really a villain. Wow. That's got to be fun. And it was and Kramer was also on it. Yeah. Once for, he uh, was, you yeah. Know. He was uh, on a very famous episode where a set just got out of control. <laughs> really got away from him. I saw Jason Alexander do 
improv comedy with a different improv group when I went to college. They like gave a performer of the year and Jason Alexander did it. Yes. Wow. And he was actually like the worst improviser you've ever seen in your life. Really? Yeah. Right. You know how there's the rule like yes and you yeah. just take something someone did yeah. and you, you do it? No. <laughs> All right, so, so yeah, that's What's a classic up, example of bad improv. You're never supposed to like negate. And uh, that was called a joke. Have you ever heard of it? Yes, nice. I, I've heard of it, but sometimes set up punchline maybe makes a nice joke for you in the moment, but cripples a scene. Uh, you, you or like you crippled our year-end awards. <laughs> you would improvise yes. well with Jason Alexander. This like girl gives him an offer where she's like, oh, we're out here in the safari. I'm wearing this vest. Uh, can you, does my vest have a hole in it? And he goes, no, you're naked. So he, he both negated it and turned it into like a weird yeah, pervy thing. Yeah, it just thing. made like a young woman nude in the jungle. <laughs> They're uh, like, it, she's like, she's like, uh, oh, here I am. Well, thanks for coming into my bakery. He's like, bakery? This is your bedroom. You're spreading your pussy <laughs> right. open for me. And then she was like, Newman, you look worse than ever. <laughs> That's funny. That's so we love Wayne Knight on this pod. How did this? I can't remember how <laughs> anyway, this related to what we watched uh, at all. Uh, criminal Minds, and then the other Criminal Minds archetype that I saw carried over is the computer whiz. They have Garcia in Criminal Minds USA, who like whenever something ha- crazy is going on and they need to hack into a computer, they call her up at HQ. She does some stuff. She yeah, wears glasses okay. and she has dyed hair. They had Nana. Nana, Nana Nana's hotline. Hot. Nana is unbelievably gorgeous. The most yeah. beautiful really, woman in the really show. Really good-looking girl. A s- very sexy woman. And, she, and her dick is out the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because she just did a scene with Jason Alexander. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so she wears glasses to signal that she's a nerd. That's right. And she talks on via Skype or whatever the right, like Korean her... version of Skype is. Uh, Skype? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was probably invented by InSkype. The one thing I wanted to bring up in the context section, too, is South Korea has the fastest internet in the world. We are like a third world country compared to Which South is Korea. Annoying, yeah, that's, why, that's why eSports, StarCraft, got so popular there. Really? Yeah, yeah. They would do, like, video game. This video game culture in South Korea is huge. There's uh, cases where people go to internet cafes and, and die pl- and play RPGs for so long that they die. <laughs> no way. Yes, yeah. dude. They, yeah. they won't leave the seat for like 20 plus hours. <laughs> They'll have like urinated all over themselves, died of fatigue. Yeah. Why? Because they're mining that fucking, go- they're trying to mine that gold. Get to oh, the it's like Bitcoin? Ho- get to the hottest level. No, they're no, just it so actually, obsessed with it playing. Act- sometimes it actually is. They, they mine gold and make the account really powerful then so they can sell it to somebody else. Oh, but then they almost die. Or they could it's, die. They live yeah. on the edge, you know. That's like the, there. A lot of people say that you know the the armed forces are heroes. They're not. The real <laughs> heroes are the people grinding it out in internet cafes for fake gold. I've never understood why they don't just play at home. Like why they have the internet cafe. Probably because like their parents would be like, "Get the fuck off of the computer." <laughs> right. Yeah. Or the parents are at the internet cafe. They spent so much money there, they can't even afford it. If there was it. one video game you had to play for 24 hours, what would you play? Starsky and Hutch, the video game. St- <laughs> <laughs> it was released shortly after the Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson oh, remake. Oh, yeah? It was do very they, fun. Did they lend their voices to it, or was it somebody else? They lend their bodies, but not their voices. <laughs> what Jason was it about? Allen, you, like, drive around and do some missions and pick <laughs> people up. I'd play one of these uh, these new popular porno games that are, oh, like, uh, yeah. I, see, I see ads for on, in, uh, in my new Facebook feed. There's so many ads for porno games where it's, like, really crazy. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> that was crazy. That was Play that for 20 hours straight. My my die with my heart full of, my heart full of plaque, but my balls are completely empty. <laughs> I would play... Um, it's like an echoey museum in there. <laughs> Hello! 
hello. <laughs> I, I would play. I like this demolition N sixty four game where you used to we're in a car. It was like a demolition Twisted derby. Twisted metal? No, no, no that's no. pretty fun though. No, yeah, that is pretty fun. All right, uh, yeah, that, I change it. Twisted metal black on uh, PS two. Oh, I remember that one. That was what one had uh, the door. That one had the fucking Rolling Stones theme song painted black. Yes, should add Gene Simmons. That would have been pretty <laughs> cool. If you guys are ever bored, check out on YouTube. You can watch all the Twisted metal. Endings and they're like really hilariously cheesy. Really? Yeah, because the the whole point of Twisted Metal was you would win the tournament and you would get a wish from like this evil guy, and the wish would he every time it was like the twi- the monkey's paw wish where you're like he they would wish I wish to be able to f- to see my dead brother and he's like I'll grant you your wish and then he like kills him he's like now you can see your dead brother <laughs> and it's like <laughs> it's just that like thirty times in a row. I like that. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So okay, so let's get a little BSB. Yeah, broad strokes breakdown of Criminal BSB. Minds Korea. Let's do a little K-pop BSB little intro. BSB tonight. <laughs> I think we need to harmonize. BSB tonight. But up oh yeah. That's just like Korean pop songs. <laughs> yeah, that's better than Korean pop. All right. Uh, bop bop. Bung Gangman style. <laughs> <Is> that <laughs> That's Korean. Yeah. Broad jokes breakdown style. Broad, 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 broad jokes, broad jokes breakdown style. It doesn't really fit as well as I had hoped. Maybe Sai will contact about contact us about doing. Sai went to Northeastern. He's a bit of a, a really ma- a asshole at I heart. Heard, I heard he wrestled the Zarnaya brothers <laughs> and defeated them both <laughs> easily. <laughs> He actually he came up with Gangman Stop. <laughs> <laughs> that was his style of wrestling. <laughs> it was specifically to take down terrorists. <laughs> Thank you, Sai. We love you. Uh, you down with really down with the Zarnaya brothers. Wonderful music. All right, <laughs> broad strokes breakdown. I have to admit, we watched the wrong episode. We accidentally watched <laughs> Did you from here. You. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fine. I'll give you the. Shane, you, should we tell you hilar- what happened? That's hilarious that you guys made up a story about how it was just hard to read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. You it's set him up, you set him up to fault. You set him to fail too. I was seeing if he could push through with the broad jokes <laughs> breakdown. <laughs> Explain how it's Zach's fault. Okay. I, for those I, you guys, I clicked let me, the link. Let me say this to our listeners. I am very, very proactive, and I work hard at this podcast. Yes. <laughs> I created a 20... I created a ten. I created two spreadsheets with links to the shows in the spreadsheet. Yes. All you have to do is click on the link and go right to the show. I yep. made it so easy. <laughs> I was in the wrong spreadsheet. <laughs> I was in... <laughs> I was anticipating one spreadsheet, two tabs. I hit the wrong button. All hell. Everything went to hell. And you it, guys couldn't tell it was the first episode? No, I very... I can see, I can see that happening. Do you want to know what happens? At minute four, <laughs> on the screen, it says episode one. <laughs> so that's only and four I minutes. Said, no, you know, and Zach said it. I think but, this is a premiere. And but I Jack thought, was like, that's just how they do in Korea. No, no, <laughs> Numbers it, are different. Honestly, I thought it was like a... A memory back to episode one. Yeah, right. Because because the opening up ep- the first episode starts off with like a huge explosion in a guy's memory, and it's like, what are they even referencing? Oh, okay. They haven't explained. Let any me tell you. Let me give you broad strikes breakdown. Wait, There's then a- we got to the end of the episode, and Jack goes, "Yeah, this was definitely a prank." <laughs> <laughs> because it ends on like a huge cliffhanger. <laughs> uh, let me give you a broad strokes breakdown. Yes. One of the first things that happens is a, a thing comes up. It says final episode. <laughs> it says like. <laughs> On the screen, 
and it's displayed in text for you. It says what? final episode. Damn. But that's okay. That's okay. You guys know about the Night Reaper. Yes. <laughs> and I'll take you through it. Um, we open with a with a young gun, young gun, hot, young, good looking member of the NCI, the National Ooh. Criminal, Criminal Investigators. Investigator. All right, Hot. these guys, these guys. I don't know if there is a real NCI in Korea or if or if that's just completely made I up. I think there is because Criminal Minds is usually very true to the American <laughs> judicial system. Well, the Criminal Minds guys are part of like another. I think they're fictional as well. I don't think they're real. B A U I. There's or not that much of this shit going around. You know, serial serial killing? killers is down. No, famously, every serial killer is just someone who drank too much and then walked into the Charles River. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think the Bundy movie leaves out a major omission. We got that a young those women walked into the woods, hit themselves with a rock, and then that was it. <laughs> but mo- I would say what, <laughs> criminal, what criminal Minds does is they say that serial killers are cool, but they're not flashy enough. So they always have their serial killers have like one of the. I was actually reading up that. Um, the serial killer, the Night Reaper, might probably is based off of the serial killer in season four of Criminal Minds, the the Boston Reaper, Ooh. who had a kill count of thirty six. That's so which many. is really high, <laughs> very is he high. Based on in turn the Boston Strangler. No, the Boston Strangler would use pantyhose and sexually violate his victims. The Boston Reaper, wide range on sh- age too. He would he I think he sexually harassed like. I don't know. Is it harassment? 16 it to murder? 80. Yeah. It's extreme harassment, I would call extreme. it. Oh, this is actually a distinction that comes up in the pilot. Yeah. The, the killer <laughs> had been sexually harassing dead women. And it was interesting that they said sexually harassed, not rape. And then they go on to say, but he didn't penetrate. There was no intercourse indicating that he was not very good at sex or something yeah. really weird. And yeah. kind of you know, it's maybe there's a language barrier there or maybe a cultural difference, you know, it could be. Or a micro penis that the prevented s- pleasurable <laughs> sex. I don't, think that's, I don't think that's a problem in the Korean community. Uh, that we open with uh, a young, ma- a young gun. He's in a, he's in a Jap- he's in a Korean barbecue and a woman's being held at knife point by some crazed psychopath. The young gun guy, he pulls out one of those cool-ass extendable batons and he beats the guy up savagely and they take him to an interrogation chamber inside the NCI premises. They start interrogating the guy and they reveal, they think he's the Night Stalker, Night Reaper, they think he's Night Reaper, but uh, it's quickly found out that it's not him. He's just some, uh, he is actually a... uh, a student of criminal psychology himself. He's just obsessed with serial killers and particularly the Night Reaper. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also in the first episode. The, nice. the, the hunter, the, the killer they're going after, has all these psych- criminal psychology books. Did they discuss profiling a lot in this episode? One of the big English loan words was they talked about profiling. They, the NCI people considered themselves profilers. Mm-hmm. They could tell a lot about a person just by looking at them and like seeing in a, simple things like a game of Chinese checkers that they had left open. Yeah. Or whether or not they had siblings, stuff like this. They could use that information to then figure out aspects the of their The guy psyche. who beats up the first guy who yes. whips out the baton, he sounds a lot like a guy in our episode who immediately like, just starts smashing people in the head at one point. He says, does anybody know Young Chang Kang? And uh, <laughs> they're like, uh, no. He- and he fucking kicks the guy's head through a window. <laughs> and then opens up five. He like whips out a gun. Yeah, yeah. there's there's a few members of the of the NCI team. You see, he's kind of like the young gun. This is probably cool the same guy. guy. He's what got was kind his of, name? Uh, Young Chul, I believe. 
uh, Kim Young Chul, no. Kim Young Chul was the Night Reaper. Okay. Oh. So <laughs> I don't want to give anything. He, he might have been in the first episode, but Kim Young Chul, maybe this, maybe he was uh, the Night Reaper in the episode one. He's part of the NCI. I don't know. No, but it sounds like when we tried to cover our tracks by reading a quick synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> Zach got the name Kim Jong Chul mixed up. <laughs> That's possible. That's possible. So um, they take this kid in, but it turns out it's not him. Uh, we actually also see another young guy. He's uh, fiance has gone missing. He's going. This guy's actually going around to different wedding. Gay dress. or straight fiance? Uh, it's straight as straight as an arrow. All right. That's, no why, that's why we didn't Korea. watch the show. Yeah. Protest. <laughs> he goes around to different wedding dress uh, stores and he's asking all the clerks, like, "Have you seen this woman? Have you seen this person?" And um, oh, let me see. Where I Dude, he this. definitely just left her. He left him. He's probably a micropenis cuck, and that she could be needed it. some big dong, some Jap dong. <laughs> <laughs> I read a Reddit that's thread about shit. this. That's a needless slur <laughs> thrown in there about the wrong people. What did you say? No, no. She's choosing Japanese dog. Oh, that big yeah, Because I think South Korea and Japanese people have a little bit of tension. There's uh, something about the comfort women, which is a subject we cannot handle. <laughs> <on this podcast. laughs> Ken is Jap a no-go. Yes. It's okay. Definitely a no-go. It is. It is. My grandfather would disagree, but... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Different times. Yeah, okay. I would say so. I would say so. You can't abbreviate certain ethnicities' names. I mean, you can, but just different ways. Like if you want to abbreviate, <laughs> if I call them niece. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to write out Japanese, but you don't want to write out the whole word, you could write JPN to, to oh, for abbreviate. Japan. So how yeah. do you say that? Uh, <laughs> Japan. I think you just say Jip. <laughs> Oh, uh, you can't say right. Jip either, Gypsy. I know. Damn. That's why this is the liberal media, right? Trying right. To box, they're trying to box you in on every damn side, right? <laughs> it's impossible. It's impossible. Dude. Just like it's impossible to stop the Night Reaper. If now, you wanted to abbreviate Japanese, you could just say Jewish American princess. <laughs> <laughs> um, the BC, the NCI team leader, his name is Kang Kong. I don't know who it is, Kang. He tell he has to tell them that they're they've been taken off the case because of media attention. The lying liberal media. Yes, of they're Korea. always. Uh, you know what I have to say. They are quickly um, impeding an ongoing investigation in bringing an innocent man through the mud, similar to what the media is currently doing with Robert Bob Kraft in Florida. <laughs> yes. No, that's incorrect. No, that's incorrect. yep, that is correct. Robert Bob Kraft personally <laughs> enslaved Asian women. <laughs> He went over to two Asian countries. No, he did he, not. He locked shackles around their wrists and then, and then connected the shackles to his <laughs> cock and then transported them across international waters. Wow. There is, always, is he the Night Reaper? <laughs> there's always more to the story. Do you remember a few months ago when Bob Kraft lent the Patriots plane to the Parkland students yes. so they could fly to the March for Life? Very offensive. Bob actually <laughs> diverted that plane uh -huh. to South Korea and uh, China where he picked up women and brought them <laughs> back over. This is Parkland's so in Florida, right? Very close to Jupiter. Whoa! That's interesting. <laughs> Maybe we'll offensive. see him on a Criminal Minds episode sometime future. I think see I don't think that they ever do another Criminal Minds thing Korea? in Korea. Robert Kraft will definitely oh, yeah. be the villain. <laughs> or definitely. as I call him jumpsuit Bob. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are idiots. And, uh, uh, there's a there's a really we big, stand with you, Bobby. There's a big head guy. Well, we lie down on a massage table with you, Bob. <laughs> there's a big head guy at NCI. He's the chief director. His name is Beck, and uh, 
he has been lured to a hospital because his daughter was kidnapped by the Night Reaper. And while Ooh. he's in the hospital, he go the he gets a call from the Night Reaper. Night Reaper, who is again Kim Yong Chul. <laughs> Kim <laughs> Yong Chul is the Night Reaper. He calls this the 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 the, uh, the chief director, and he tells him to go to a particular hospital room. And he goes in there, and it's really tense. And he pulls back a curtain, and his daughter's not there. And he's like, "What the hell?" He gets another phone call from Kim Yong Chul, the Night Reaper, and the Night <laughs> Reaper tells him that I've got your daughter, and you know what you have to do to see her again? You have to kill this random woman. No. Yes. Yep. He goes, open up the desk, and there's a scalpel in there. He goes, you know what you got to do? And then he sits there, he's holding the scalpel, and it's like, oh, no. And then the, the rest of the NCI team gets there, and they find the woman all slashed and cut up and dead. And they're like, holy shit. No. The chief director just killed this woman. You're right. No, he, he didn't actually do it. You know what this reminds me of? What's the that? pilot of Black Mirror, where the guy's being blackmailed yes, into yes. doing something very crass in order to <laughs> save a life. Yes. Even though it's not going to save the life, even if they do it. Yeah. Would you do it to save your daughter? To save my daughter? Would I stab the sleeping woman? Yes. No, but I would fuck the pig next to her. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, that he would actually be like, hello? You hello? Should, you shouldn't call your daughter that. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, nice. Dude, that, yeah, would you do it, Zach? No, because I would think that it was a, a setup in that me killing the woman would result in the death of the woman and have no bearing on the future of my daughter. Right, and it depends on the woman's age, too. If the woman was also your daughter's age, you got to assume that that woman is somebody else's daughter. Right, everybody's got a mother. Right, and everybody's got a mother with nice big titties. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone Not has a everybody. mother, but some of them are in the foster care system and are adopted, so then they don't really have mothers. Right, so if you find out the kids... The, the, the person in the bed is adopted, you kill them right away because not <laughs> you're doing them a favor. Yeah, the Night Reaper doesn't even say to do that. You do it out of your own fruition. <laughs> I don't know where this anti adoption uh, riff <laughs> originated, but I think it's very rude. Uh, I think it originated uh, from you, the intentions just, of your heart. We read that fake. out of your diary. That, that was in very your diary. Fake <laughs> and a misrepresentation on my thoughts on adoption. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, the, the Night Reaper sets up a meeting with two members of the NCI. They walk into a cafe. It's like kind of like one of those Capital One bank cafes. Yes. Oh, cool. And a they, Capital One Pete's Cafe. Yes. Crossover. They meet the Night Reaper and the young gun that you guys probably saw, the really hot-headed guy, he's ready yeah. to beat this guy up. But That's all he ever wants to do. Team Leader Kang, he's like, don't do it. And the Night Reaper says, you know what? In 10 minutes, you're going to let me walk out of this place. Can I ask you a question? What's the relationship between the young gun and Team Leader Kang in your episode? Oh, well, because I would we get some insight into the origin of their relationship. Interesting. In, in, episode in my one. episode, I would say that uh, the young gun, hot-headed guy, and Team Kang have a t Team Leader Kang. They have a very close relationship, in that he's learning a lot from him. In fact, uh, Team Leader Kang, Kang, he has to like <laughs> set him straight a lot. He's kind of guiding him. And uh, their particular relationship becomes sort of the crux of the final episode. And mm. would you say, is there any level of resentment or doubt in Team Leader Kang's ability to lead? Uh, I would say no, not in the episode that I saw. Okay, then it's hard to say if the young gun in your episode is the same young gun as our episode. Well, it sounds like it probably was resolved. Let me see, actually, the, the young gun in your episode, did he have jet black hair or, sl or slightly graying hair? 
Jet Black. Okay, so it's got to be the same young gun. Yeah. So what had happened is this series starts out with team leader Ken. I thought he might have had red hair. I'm <laughs> a uh, Irish Korean. Yeah, yeah, you know. I thought he might have been. I thought he might. Maybe his name is like you know Shaughnessy O'Sullivan <laughs> Chul. Well, you know what could happen. Have, there's a deep fascination with Korean people from non-Koreans. Weebos, it's called. People emulate Korean yeah. culture. They want to be Korean. Sean. There's an example of a kid in Brazil who underwent eight different plastic surgeries to appear Korean. Really? Yeah. And then they came, the one guy came out and was like, oh, you look Japanese. He was like, oh, no. <laughs> no, he looks very Korean. Nice. <laughs> um, Does he just run around? like? I like Korean stuff. You guys ever seen any uh, Korean? Uh, there's a couple of Korean film directors that are just like banging, kill, like make great movies. Who? Bong Joon-ho. Bong joon he I will not watch him due to his endorsement <laughs> of marijuana paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> he made um, that movie Oak Oksa Okra no Okja Okja. He made Okja on the, Netflix. Like, vegan horror movie. Yes, right? the vegan horror movie. That was bad. Uh, there's Park Chun Wook. Park Chan Wook who made um, Hurt Locker, right? No, no, that's uh, that's the lady who made Zero Dark Thirty. But Park Chan Wook made um, he made uh, a movie called Stoker. He made that. Uh, oh, he also. Uh, Bong Joon-ha made that movie that people really liked about the train in the post-apocalypse world that everyone said was good, but I didn't like it. The Ice Train movie. Oh, buddy. Sounds like the MBTA directed by Charlie <laughs> Baker. <laughs> I wish I, it's annoying that I can't remember this, but uh, but yeah. That's so okay. These guys are uh, a lot of a lot of They're, good Korean films. Who are the out. great Korean pitchers? That L.A. Dodgers Korean pitcher from the nineties um, and early Dat 2000s. fan. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dat Man is a Vietnamese American <laughs> comedian. Uh, no, there's uh, uh, Hideki Onomo. That sounds Japanese. That does. Uh, what about Chang-o-nomo. Who's Chang O Park? Is that a person? Um, I just said Chan Wook Park, which is pretty similar. Yes. I don't know. There I is know. a great. Is this a tool situation? No, no, yeah. no. <laughs> Who are some of the great Asian pitchers other I, than Hideo Nomo? There was a guy. I'm sure there's been many guys. I don't think there's been many. I think there's been a few. Uh, Ichiro Suzuki. No, he's Japanese. Uh, (laughs) I think baseball is much bigger in Japan than it is in Korea. But there's still a presence in Korea. Of course, no one has been as good at baseball as Kim Jong-un was when he initially played as a young man. Him and Fidel Castro, same team. Right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Kim Kim Jong-il, the first time he tried to go play golf, he played. Uh, golf to perfect 18. Yes, that is <laughs> 18 true. 18 holes in one. Yeah. According to state-run media, uh, he did 18 holes in one. I first, actually heard 19. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the last hole, he was pitching. Rodman was catching. Oh, wow. Dude, wow. So, so what do you guys think about... Um, how often do you think this happens? Do you think that Korea TV has to pay criminal minds to like yes. get how crazy? So, yeah. is that? that is crazy. And what advantage would that be? Who in Korea is like, I really want to see this redone as a Korean show. Well, one of the things that, you know, people say the USA doesn't export anything anymore. They, but not goods, but, you know, Hollywood and TV and movies, those are super popular across and the world. And Halliburton hot dogs. They're <laughs> uh, so popular, they're often purchased for $750 in Iraq. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think this is actually not that uncommon. But also, I mean, the trading of culture, it happens a lot in television. Like, you know, there's a lot of TV shows that, like, have been formats that were popular across the pond or across the ocean mm-hmm. and come to the United States, like Big Brother. Survivor. Survivor. Anything Mark Burnett does is almost The Apprentice that was done in the Netherlands. Really? He brought it over here and said, I want Donald Trump in it. 
Really? Wow. Do you know yeah. who the Netherlands apprentice was? Um, another really hot, successful billionaire. Oh, uh, probably one of those. Um, one of those. That was that acting family. God damn it! I shouldn't even bring it up. If I can't remember the name. Johan Vandersloot. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Is that the guy who killed Natalie Holloway? <laughs> yeah. Very fresh. <laughs> <laughs> what an apprenticeship that would be, right? <laughs> Dude, have you ever seen the videos of him like admitting to the crime? No. Oh, it's crazy. He like befriended this guy who like. I was supposed him in. to watch the last video, but I watched the first one instead. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, this guy like befriended him and got him to like confess, and he's just like, yeah, fucking put a rock right through her head. Oh. Yeah. God. And damn. then he killed another he woman. Killed another in Peru. woman. Yeah. He's that's in jail in Peru. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's that's a criminal mind right there. That is a criminal mind. That is dude. fucked up. Yeah. That is but fucked up. Korea makes a lot of their own programming, which is then exported throughout the world in turn. K dramas are very popular oh. throughout Hawaii, K-pop other parts too. of Asia. K-pop. And I've already talked about these uh these some of these big Korean directors, they're actually being so successful, they're coming over and making English language movies now. Really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, Park Chun Walk, he made a Korean bunch of Korean movies like uh, um, uh, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. Old Boy. You guys heard of Old Boy Old before? Old Boy. I've heard of that. He yes. directed that. Oh, Is that he a did? Clint yeah. Eastwood movie? Huh? Is that a Clint Eastwood movie? Uh, no. no. That's pretty funny, though. <laughs> like, oh, what, what was Clint Eastwood's movie where he calls Koreans? Gran Torino. Yes. They were not Koreans. They were Hmong. Hmong, Hmong. Yeah. I knew, but he just had, he just said zipperhead, which yeah. is not what you want to say. Uh, but I'm surprised that Korea would accept a, a, an American show and a bad American show at that because <laughs> they famously have not been very receptive of this. Have you seen this American-made K-pop band? They took no, five Americans, really, put them in a K-pop band and sent them to, to Korea. That sounds interesting. Yeah, as hell. one of them is Portuguese. Oh, really? Yeah, it's Kevin well, Spacey <laughs> and the Koreans. <laughs> That's where he's sort of laying K-pop low. K-pop stands for he's Kevin. Like, he's like, I want to keep performing, but I just can't be in the U.S. anymore. <laughs> so he's out there doing like dance moves and cutesy faces. He's going to be pissed when he finds out that the demographic that loves him is young Korean women. <laughs> <laughs> Underage Korean women. Not what he was hoping for. The, so, the, it, okay, go ahead. You go first. The Night Reaper, he, uh, he reveals that let me go first. Okay. I was hoping that we could uh, go through. Like, so if you were to pitch a television show to a different country, right, and it was based on an American show, what would it be? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah. And now we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll go first. You sure? That's, yeah. Yes. You said you wanted to go first. Yeah. All you right. guys be the um, execs. Yeah. Be the execs. Okay. We will. <laughs> mm, mm, your dick tastes mm, good. Oi, uh, yeah. mate. Can I come in? Uh, uh, could you wait a few minutes? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we have, we have to get this done. We have to get this done because we are uh, part of the Hollywood elite. And Oi, we, uh, you Aussies don't really have the accents I thought you might, but uh, I appreciate you. I'm from South Australia. <laughs> oh, okay, I, I am actually sense. a Japanese immigrant to Australia, which is a major part of the community. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you have an interesting accent. I don't know why you would bring that up. I have an American accent, which is where I went to school. Uni, mate. What? Uni? Uni? No, I went to <laughs> primary school. Oh, I mate. All right. Uh, I'll tell you the only education I've gotten out of this from this fellow right here. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. So I'm from Australia. And uh, well, <laughs> yeah, we all are. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a very, I was in America and I saw a very fun show in America called Girls. Nice. It's about ugly women and their struggles in New York <laughs> and their parents' money. So I thought, Cranky, what would be the equivalent <laughs> of that? What would be equivalent that down under? And I thought, oi, what about Sydney and right. whores <laughs> <laughs> that live there kissing, sta- kissing slags and touching clams? 
But then I thought, too easy. How about four whores move to Ayers Rock, a.k.a. Uluru? Wow. And then they fuck guys on the rocks. Whoa, okay. <laughs> and they get the asses eaten by aboriginals, abos. Oh. Jeez. <laughs> We're in Australia, man. <laughs> yeah, mate. That's why I said abos. Oh, God. I, I don't understand. Why <laughs> you, you should clean up your language. Okay. okay uh, I'm going to ask the aboriginal door assistant to please step out for the rest of this. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. All right, I'm sorry about that, guys. I didn't know that we were getting so PC. I didn't realize the PC police had made it down to Australia. Yeah, we are getting pretty cool, and it involves being inclusive to everybody. <laughs> okay, then uh, that—that's what I thought. I was being PC by having all the women's enjoying getting the asses eaten. That is very PC. It is PC, but um, I think this show sounds like a hit so far. The one main difference is there will be no ugly girls on this version. Oh, <laughs> Fatties that- are only to be comic relief on Girls Down Under. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Girls Down Under. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you think that we might be able to actually have maybe the creator of Girls, Lena Dunham, come on the show? and sort of, sort of She sort of passes the baton on to the girls from Sydney. Maybe she's there to like... Only if she plays an abo. <laughs> I think we can talk to her about that. I mean, she'll probably be up for anything. Yes. Yeah, I remember one of Lena's big tweets was, I wish I had an abortion so I could know what that felt like. And also, I wish I was aboriginal. <laughs> I want to pitch a show to you guys. Okay. I want to pitch a show to you guys. Yes. <laughs> what, where are we from? Uh, I don't want to say yet. Okay. Um, I want to pitch a show for you guys. You guys will probably remember, You guys, everyone knows the hit show, Dr. Phil. Yes. Know, Oprah. <laughs> Oprah created them. Okay. It's a huge hit. I think there's a place for this internationally. Mm-hmm. So uh, just like the U.S. created hit, the show would focus on uh, guests brought onto the set helped by not Dr. Phil, but Dr. Philippines. <laughs> Rodrigo Duterte <laughs> is Dr. <laughs> Philippines. Rodrigo would confront issues like uh, marital infidelity, depression, mental illness, and drug addictions. Duterte's quaint, folksy, homespun threats of death would give people the kick in the pants or the gunshot to the head that they need to change. First season highlights would include a 600-pound man who needs to eat, who would then eat a bullet out of Duterte's pistol. Whoa. Uh, Another hit. You guys might remember the, the hit. Uh, cash me outside girl yes yes well she would come on the show smoke a <laughs> joint and then be known as the cash me buried in a dump girl <laughs> yeah i think this could be a big hit i'm in love and with of this. course the season one closer will have a guest uh, we can never have when we talk about the filmings we never leave out manny pacquiao manny pacquiao <laughs> yes. will come on the show and he will push push forth his uh knowledge of boxing and he will also uh talk about how it is against christ to be gay Wow. Yeah, so what do you guys think so far? Uh, Dr. Philippines. We put Duterte, we shave his head, we put him in a fat suit. In fact, I can think of a U.S. Christian network that would love to help launch this, BET. We want to be on board with this. uh, Okay, well, you guys are both strapping, about six foot nine, black, bald, uh, ripped bodies. Yeah, we're not sure why you came to Mandingo Studios to (laughs) promote this show. Well, I wanted to go where I thought the money was, and I know where I want the money to be, all over my face. So let's go ahead and strip down. 
and you can blast that on. Yeah, we'll give you a money shot right now. All right, I have a show. I have a show. Some of you might. I'll give you a little hint of what Dr. show. Dr. Philippines. What good. show I'm going to do. The theme song used to go like this. It used to be played on kind of a melodica. Ba-na, ba-na-na-na-na. You know the office theme song? <laughs> However it goes. <laughs> what? Uh, how does the no, office theme Oh, it's like um. That's the office theme song. Whatever. <laughs> Instead, my show is gonna be the same show, but it's gonna have this for a theme song. This is how you get out of actually writing. No, no, I got. <laughs> what? We're funding the show. Yes, so that is an Adhan, the Muslim call to prayer, oh. which will be the theme song of the office, Islamic <laughs> State in Iraq and Levant edition. Uh, this ISIL is, edition? Yes. Wow. <laughs> this is the office ISIL created by Ricky Gervais, adapted by uh, whoever did it in the U.S., and then adapted in ISIS by the Zarnayev brothers. This was one of the <laughs> last Oh, this act. is a Zarnayev joint? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> what they do is it's this fun, quirky office where they sell paper to Quran publishing companies. Okay. Um, and they get into, like, funny hijinks. But a few changes had to be made for ISIL standards. Yes. Um, there's no books anywhere. We've burned all of them. <laughs> and no women are allowed. So okay. Pam is played by a man who's dressed in a drag hijab. Named Stan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Name Muhammad, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And um, since Bob. we sell special paper made for Quran printing, a classic episode is when Daryl, the warehouse manager, accidentally attributes the Quran to Louis Farrakhan instead of to Muhammad. Oh, whoops. <laughs> a fatwa is issued, and we have to replace our season finale with a beheading of Daryl. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> uh, another heavy. great episode. He was, was also heavy. This was the pilot. It's when Pam is an art student, similar to the U.S. edition. Yes. And um, she famously paints a picture of the office building, and Michael buys yes. it. so grateful. In the... Uh, the office ISIL edition <laughs> Pam accidentally paints Muhammad's face oh. which Michael buys and then uses um, to behead her according to Sharia law <laughs> so you'll notice the theme here is that it's mostly beheading wow yes. wow that's going to get a lot of traction, I feel like. I think it is. So just picture this. Um, it's set in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh, same setting? all of a sudden, <laughs> you hear this. Um, I'm feeling ready to convert. Do you think? Well, we just we we partnered with uh, the the company that just bought the UFC. So you think we get uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov to guest star in an episode? Yes, he will come in the episode when we're looking for a new Michael, and um, he is obsessed with the finger lakes, similar <laughs> to the Will Ferrell. I should kid. warn you, he thinks that uh, acting is effeminate and wrong, so he won't be doing any acting. He'll just be standing around holding a belt. As long as he's there to kick down any women that smile at us the wrong way <laughs> and uh, we are for it nice uh, so yeah we'll buy it two million dollars uh yes that's uh yeah that's what sounds right okay sounds good wow right. deal done we had to fuck your ass though real quick <laughs> <laughs> i knew there was always a catch <laughs> Always oh, a catch. Hollywood, buddy. They'll Always do it a catch. You. All right. So, for, uh, so tell us about the show. Okay. 
the Night Reaper. <laughs> he lures the he lures uh, Team Leader Kang and the young hotshot to this ca- cafe, and uh, he reveals that he has kidnapped the 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 director's daughter, and Oof. he has also kidnapped five teenagers. One of them, the child of a major politician, and has imprisoned them in a chamber that's filling up with gas, and they will die. Farts. Yes, he's, <laughs> he's methane fart gas. <laughs> they're gonna die, and so Team Leader Kang he takes the Night Reaper, Night Reaper Kim Young Chul, and they he's gonna drive them to the place where the kids are. Mm. Um, meanwhile, Techie Chick, the glasses girl, Nana, 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 she has used her tech powers to locate where the kids are, where the kids are being held. Whoa, uh, Kim Young Chul. He directs uh, Team Leader Kang to like where he needs to be. Gets out of the car and he's like, "Go fuck yourself! I'm out of here. I'm the mo- I'm a master criminal and I've escaped." And uh, <laughs> Team Leader Kang he goes off and he uh, he um, he rescues the children. He rescues all the kids from the fart gas. From the fart gas. <laughs> the head director he breaks free of his imprisonment because the head director, by the way, by the way, the guy is the guy who was uh, ordered to kill that woman. He hesitated for like one second, and then the night we were just stuck up behind him and stabbed him with a uh, with a syringe of sedative, and then he killed the wound. So the director didn't kill anybody. Oh, but wow. he, the director he breaks free from his bonds. He r- frees his daughter, and then him and the night reaper have like a knockdown drag out fight. And the director loses, so he's still in danger. A drago fight is that when two men dress as women and sort of <laughs> lip sync off? Yes, that they <laughs> they go crazy with the lip sync. Uh, his daughter escapes. Then Team Leader Kang and uh, and the Young Gun. They use a variety of methods. They finally figure out where Kim Young Chul. I'm sorry, Kim Young Chul is hiding. He is hiding. In an abandoned mental hospital. Whoa, spooky. Yeah, very, very spooky. Was it spooky? Not really. I mean, it's the same as... We like would have s- thought it was spooky. Yeah. yeah, you guys are total pussies. When the, the woman who was being held captive on the first episode, it doesn't sound like the show had a lot of growth. It's always a captured person. Yep. I mean, it sounds like the criminal minds of America, you know? Very mm-hmm. cliche, like... You know, yeah, it was a little the way cliche. Night Reaper, the Night Reaper, he's like always one step ahead. I just feel like it doesn't really make a ton of sense. But yeah. <coughs> they go in there to confront Kim Young Chul. Kim Young Chul taunts them for a while. He <laughs> gets them to t- throw their guns away. What? Yeah, because he's like, I'm going to put my gun away. You guys do the same. And, and they do. For they some believe reason. him. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. They, they believe him. And then he hits a button on a remote. Locks them all in the room together, and it starts filling up with gas. He loves gas. That man loves gas. So the room. Where does he get all the farts? Beans, you think? I think it's. <laughs> I don't know if the, they're probably some kind of like shark fin soup. I assume that's what they eat. Or to get gas. Brussels sprouts. You ever had too many Brussels sprouts? No. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, so stinky. Uh, there's <laughs> Kim Young Chul, the Night Reaper. He has a gas mask, and the other two, Kim, Kang and the uh, the Young Gun, they don't. They're they're struggling, they're fighting, and uh, Kim Young Chul, he uh, he knocks out the he knocks out the uh, the Young Gun, and he's got to, he's viciously beating Kang, the team leader, <laughs> and then Kim, uh, Young Gun finally. I wish I had learned this guy's name. He finally comes to to confront the Night Reaper as he's strangling his beloved team leader. Let's hear that moment. Hold on. <laughs> I wanted to hear him say it. 
This is gonna be funny. He's uh, wearing a gas mask and speaking Korean, so might not be too much you're getting out of this. <laughs> Don't worry, it's almost over. Uh, he's saying that you're a loser. You're, you're eating my farts right now. <laughs> he's saying I, I enjoyed killing somebody. And then Team Leader Kang gets up and they struggle. With a gun. Gunshots go off. Whoa. And then Young Gun walks forward and he sees the Night Reaper, Kim Young Chul, dead of multiple gunshot wounds. And wow. Team Leader Kang is completely uh, stunned. He walks off. He's like shell-shocked. And he just walks off and starts staring out the window. And as they have done it, they've killed Kim Young Chul, the Night Reaper. Wow. Oh, dude. Dead or alive. <laughs> bon Jovi is actually a Korean word. Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so that sounds pretty intense. Did it you was, like the show? Uh, no, not really. It was it was pretty formulaic, and there's a lot of stuff that's like not really necessary for the episode. But it was interesting to watch. You know what show I do actually like though is the Korean version of Numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a much stronger uh, mystery show. Did wh what made it any different than the American version? Like nothing really. It's all the same. Nana's hot. Garcia's not hot. Do you think true crime and like serial killer obsession is as popular in other countries now? I think so, probably. Um, I mean, American society is more violent than Korean society. You think? Yeah, they, we, they, we have very they, violent industrialized. They had country. a war though on their home front less than a hundred years ago. Sure, I would not call that true crime. <laughs> <laughs> it was a true crime what they did to those North Koreans. It was rude. Was, you know, the real true crime is the lying criminal media really downplaying how much President Trump brought those two countries together. Hey, I, we're in an era of unprecedented peace between North and South Korea. Shinzo Abe, the Prime Minister of Japan, wrote a letter to the Nobel Peace Prize Committee asking them to consider Donald Trump. He says he's never slept better than when Donald Trump's in the White House. Wow. Really? That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny to think there are like seven different countries that like love Trump. Poland <laughs> loves DJT. Yeah, so does like Nigeria. There are like some African countries that, or Zimbabwe, I think, is like, thinks he's like the shit. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. I don't know why, but hey, good for them. Um, they're on the right track. <laughs> they're right. They're the. They're right with history. <laughs> So South Korea, yeah, I don't, I don't know the the show. Well, the one that we watch is very similar. It's like it honestly Who sounds. Was, did they stop a killer in your episode? They stopped one half of the killers. Yes, oh. he kept going. Brandon right. Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I love. He was go, he was running rampant on tour in Korea, <laughs> just getting drunk, smashing shit out. He's like, I'm I, from Las Vegas. I think they actually are obsessed with Japanese culture. The Killers, bit, yeah, they they've done, they've filmed a few music music videos in oh. Japan. The Killers. Oh, really? Yeah. Do that you like one the Killers? Like, Smile like you mean it. Ooh, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> I love the Killers, dude. They're great. If you don't like the Killers, you're a nerd. Nice, bitch ass nerds. <laughs> the Killers are like an American pop. They're a pop, a, a plus pop. pop. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, a pop, dude. Maybe Kevin Spacey can get into that. <laughs> no, they, there's. Too many, uh, too many allegations. Kevin Spacey <laughs> is an Anglophile too. He was working at the Old Vic Theater in London. He for only like 10 likes years. white young men. No, he is that obsessed kind with of like British culture. Oh, oh, really? What would be a culture that you would be obsessed with if you could choose? If you like had to choose one, uh, I would say 
Eskimo. In- Inuit. Inuit? Yeah. I'm the only gay Eskimo. Oh, uh, I, I got a good... Have you ever heard that song? I got a good Inuit no. joke. Mad TV. You got a good Inuit when joke? When it comes to Inuit culture, I'm having none of it. <laughs> if you know Canadian geography, one of their provinces is called None of It. It's the only province where the Inuit language is the official language. Oh. And uh, it's home to many people of the Inuit. Um, wow. Like, is that where the, 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 uh, the disappearing highway is? Where all those Inuit women go disappearing? Maybe. That's very tragic, and I hope it the best. Said that It said they have 100 words for snow and 50 words for cum in Jack's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I love Uvalu Tanuli. She's a wonderful Inuit sculptor, if anyone is. Wants is, to look into her. is it Korean porn also blurry like Japanese porn? That's a great question. I really don't know the answer to that. That's the hard-hitting questions that we need for true yeah. cultural exchange. <laughs> because it would be truly a crime if they were. I saw, I've watched some <laughs> Korean softcore porns on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Is that on Skinamax? Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's how Korean people talk. Uh, yeah, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> what Koreans, is the Korean like, I'm drink, though? I just pray to God that Josh Doe doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> Josh, is Josh Doe Korean? I believe yeah. Josh Doe is what? half Korean, half Hmong. Half, what's Hmong? You keep saying Hmong. Hmong is a group of people. I, th- it's like a oh, like Eskimo. No, Inuit. it's a closer bit. to like Vietnam. Right? Yeah, I think they're in Vietnam, and there's a lot of Hmong people in Grand Torino, Lowell, <laughs> in, Lo- in Lowell, Massachusetts. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Are you hung like the Hmong? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great tagline. For hung you like Hmong? Yeah, hung like Hmong. And then they just come, they're the biggest slinging dick Asians in the country, in the that world. That would be good for like the Hmong, the Hmong version of the Expendables. Oh, yeah. You take all the biggest Hmong action stars and you put them in a movie together. <laughs> 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 Who would those be? You Jet Lee, Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> those guys are not Hmong. Uh, Satoshi Kone. Yeah, classics. Uh, Pat Morita. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, you know what, folks? Hey, we're Sandra s- O. <laughs> uh, we're really sorry for fucking. Oh wait, should we, should we do a Dupac Chopra? Oh, we yeah. got it. Oh, famously Mung. You know, Deepak Chopra. What's your moment? My Deepak Chopra moment was a great look at how much everyone in Korea loves Samsung technology devices. Samsung is located in Korea, so every piece of every phone, every TV, every yes. washing machine, every fucking belt buckle is a Samsung product, which is fun. Yeah. Um, My Deepak Chopra moment, which is a moment that I liked about the show, was um, the boots. They had a wonderful like tie, lace, shoelace tie. Nice. In the first episode. Deep, my Deepak Chopra moment is the the sexiness of... Of e- Nana. Of Nana is nice, but all of... Like, Koreans have, like, a soft look to them. They all look kind of beautiful. Even the men. <laughs> I was The men say look this. like the women, but they all look pretty. I know? believe if you did, like, a sexy... You asked, like, people throughout the world to say the sexiest countries, I think South Korea cracks top ten. Oh, I yeah, believe I on be an international yeah. level. Yeah. Yes. I think the sexiest South Koreans are the ones that show true dedication to their online RPGs and sit <laughs> in their own excrement and urine yes. for hours farming <laughs> gold. <laughs> and uh and also the ones that show true dedication to DJT. Yes. <laughs> yes. If you if you show alliance to DJ oh, I can't say it. Do you um what didn't the, the, the South Koreans like uh fucking almost kill their president like a couple years ago? There was there was a big political scandal with a president who was using was like, like black very magic. corrupt and like 
I, there was a bu- it was a huge like a vote of no confidence or something. A big thing happened with their president, who was a lady at the time. I she think. was a lady, so it's like just kind of proof. Do we want to follow that path, folks? <laughs> Elizabeth Warren, twenty twenty, folks. Sit down, Warren, twenty twenty. Emil Harris. Kamala Harris? Kamala Harris. <laughs> Whatever. I like Emil Harris. Harris. I don't know what you said. She, you know, we're rooting for. Yeah. Or Andrew Yang. He wants universal, universal basic, basic income. A thousand dollars for every American. Also among. So he's not Mong. I don't <laughs> believe he is. <laughs> All right, let's do a role play. Absolutely. I will play the Night Reaper. Okay. I will Kim, play, I'll be Kim Young Chul. I I will if you play, guys get my name wrong, I'll be pissed. We will do this in Korean to really show you Absolutely. our dedication. I will play Jason Alexander visiting a <laughs> Korean <laughs> university on okay. a goodwill That sounds okay. good. That sounds and good. And I will play Nana. Okay, that sounds great. Oh, you're so... Oh, George, George. I love Seinfeld. I don't go by George. I go by Jason Alexander. <laughs> I'm a great theater actor, and I'm much more than a bald man. Oh. Do I get to yell a suggestion at some point? Is that what the improv is all about? Vandalay <laughs> Industries. Vandalay Industries. <laughs> oh, you, oh, I remember oh. that. I remember that from the show. <laughs> How saw- about this for a suggestion? Um, porno studio. <laughs> porno <Okay>. studio. <laughs> Nana, uh, you will be a porn star. <laughs> well, we're doing improv within the improv. <laughs> This is like insane. Anna, you will be a porn star, and I will be a uh, fan who has won a visit to the porn studio. Okay, you want me put my pussy? I want that. Yeah, now, go with it. Go Anna, with it, Jason. I just want to give one note first. <laughs> You're uh, doing it during this improv scene. The dildo is not in that orifice. Oh, oh gosh! Oh, yes. My God. No. Oh, this is turning me on so much. It's getting my lust up. I feel the urge to kill. But which one of you will die? Oh, it has to be Nana. Oh, I don't know about that. She's a beautiful Korean woman, and you're a fat American piece of shit. Oh, my God. So to give me one reason, Jason Alexander. Jason, am I doing it right? Your accent work is a little off, to be honest. I find it distracting. Jason, you're such a harsh critic. Like, you're so amazing. Yes, and, Jason. Yes, and. Not no. Yes, and. Fuck this woman before I kill you both. <laughs> oh, hey, no. I no. Did, I did come to Korea to have sex, okay? Oh. <laughs> you know what? You sound like another piece of shit American I heard about. But <laughs> Robert Kraft. No. Oh, oh, uh, uh, he good man. He good man. <laughs> and big, big dick. Big, big dick. I love his dick. <laughs> tip, 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 tip. Very good. Oh, Nana. <laughs> This is so... (laughs) (laughs) Nana, I can't believe... I know this is improv, Nana. You're just you're just playing a character, yes, Nana. Yes, I only quit kidding. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I feel uncomfortable with the accent work here. Uh, I was invited to come speak at a South Korean university, and for some reason, a white man is being very odd in this theater. Well, you better fuck this white man, or else I'm gonna kill you both. I am Kim oh. Young Chul, the Night Reaper. Are I you Kim Jong Chun's Kim Jong Un's granddaughter? That is extremely offensive <laughs> to talk to bring up Kim Jong Un to me. I'm South Korean. <laughs> Kim Jong Un is a dictator of a North Korean state. You're gonna die, Nana. Let me taste your dictate. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, Holy. What smoke. do you give the episode? I give this show a six. We give four it. Four and a half. We can't really give it a fair thing. Just four. give it whatever you hey, think. And folks, we're fucking sorry that we fucked it up again. <laughs> but we think we did a funny episode. It was a funny app, I think. Let's discuss this after we stop All recording. Right. Have a good night, America. Bye.